If you're like most churches, you're going to have visitors, especially for Easter and other events. How are you going to follow up with them? A connection card is a great tool, but what should you have on it? We're going to talk about that next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome, folks, to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Steve Lacey. My name is Mike Gray. Michael Gray is with us today, and Michael is down in Mexico. Are you? Is this a vacation for you? Because you're technically working. Uh, it, it would be a working vacation. Well, there you go. All right, and you're down. I usually sleep in in the morning, uh, so by the time I uh, hit the beach, uh, it's warmed up and the water's ready for me. <laughs> How, how How is the water now? You know, this is April, and actually today in Tucson, it's going to be 90 degrees, which is a little above normal. How's it down there? And where in Mexico are you, just so our, our fans? Uh, Puerto Penasco, down on the Sea of Cortez. Okay. And uh, it's about four hours from Tucson. And uh, temps are um, mid to high 70s, and the water temp is about the same. Nice, um, but it's shallow water. So late afternoon, it's actually pretty warm in the uh, in the in the sea. All right. Well, you're suffering for Jesus, I see. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Better known as Rocky Point to those of us in the Tucson area. So, all right, Steve, how are you today? Doing great. Super. All right. So this is episode uh, 332. I, we were way off on our count last uh, podcast uh, because I wasn't paying attention but episode 332 is what we are here today all right we skipped right past 327 and on our way to 350 I guess huh yeah when it's a a good number yeah Yeah, 327 in my jeep one time 396 yeah, yeah. 428, yeah. all kinds of good numbers. Coming. All sorts of, these guys are in the muscle cars, so that's <laughs> in case you're new to our podcast. All right, so uh, today we're going to talk about, if we can get to it, four things that you should have on your connection card. And actually, this is kind of a trick because I've actually got five things, and but I've titled it four things you should have on your connection card. Um, and this will be on our blog post later this week. Just go to blog streamingchurch.tv. So uh, most of us, at least in this area, are on the other side of the pandemic. There is still activity happening, uh, but it's gone down quite a bit. And uh, the pandemic, the variants don't seem to be quite as serious as they were. And, And so more and more people are starting to trickle away back to church. And um, but it's kind of interesting. I wrote some stats down here, Steve, that I think you would probably enjoy because you like stats. Um, Barna reported in 2009, 48% of American adults were attending church weekly. Uh, Now you go to fast forward to 2020, and this is actually pre pandemic. 
the number dropped to just 29%. So that's a, that's a pretty good decline in, uh, you know, in, in a short period of time here. And then speaking of stats, Barna, uh, it actually has given us some detailed information on what, on how new visitors to churches will part with their, their personal information. So Barna asked millennials what personal information they were willing to give to a church upon their first time visit. Would you like to hear it? Sure. I like how you say they're willing to part with their personal information. They're not giving it away for good. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, no, you have my name. I want it back. All right. So here Uh, we go. Go ahead, Michael. Well, I was just thinking that there is some, there's some reality there. I mean, we, we live in the information age, but we also live in a very real age where people are fairly reticent to part with their information. So uh, doing this well, what we're talking about today is, is critical to get that exchange to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So here, here's what they were willing to, to give or depart with uh, on their first time visit to a church. 82% said they were willing to give you their first name. <laughs> there you go. If it was me, I would make it up. But yeah. Make it up. Hey, my name is Bob today. Yeah, I go by Omar. Uh, 53% were willing to go to give you their last name, first and last name, 53%. Mm-hmm. 33% said they were willing to give you their email address. I wouldn't really have any problem yeah. with that because I, I would just, if I didn't, I would just, you know, block them or something later if I didn't want to yeah. like. Those. We need to point out that this is um, on a written communication where they're giving, you know, I think people would, if someone came up to me, someone at church and said, Hey, Bob, or Hey, you know, what's your name? I'm Steve. They would say, Hey, <laughs> I think probably 99% would say, yeah, I'm, I'm Larry. But when filling out a form that's going to the church, yeah. this is what we're yeah. talking so about. So the title of this podcast is things you should put on your connection card. So, yes. So, so this is re- the, the context is your connection card. here. Yes. But thanks for yes. reminding us that. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. So, and then, uh, did everybody hear my eyes rolling? So uh, physical address people, 19% said they would put on a connection card 19% said they would put on, they would give you the physical address. And then only 12% said the phone number. And then social media, only, only 6% said they would give you their social media information on the connection card. And then the very end here, 15%, one five, 15% said, I don't want to share anything with you guys. Yeah. So as we look at this, I wonder if this takes into account um, those that just decide they're not going to fill out a what we call a connection card. I assume other churches call different things, but an info card or or whatever. Um, some people would get them and just never even take a minute to begin to write anything down. I assume this is based on um, people that are willing to at least fill out something, right? Or 15% will say, nope, I'm not filling out anything. You've asked me, I've addressed it. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Well, you can go to Barna. Barna, what is it? Barna.com. And 
maybe they got more details there. I don't remember now, but uh, so anyhow, so, the cut. Co- go ahead. So I was just going to just briefly review review again. Just so eighty two percent would give their first name, fifty three percent last name. One out of three would give their email address, and one out of five would give physical address, and maybe around there, one out of ten would give their phone number, which. Um, for me, uh, we still have a landline that we don't answer. So sometimes if people want my phone, they need my phone number, I will give the, the landline number that we, that we don't answer. So you give them a phone number, but, but it's basically a bogus phone number. It's a phone number so that they can, they can leave a message. And so, I mean, several of the, like my pharmacy has my, uh, has our home phone and they just leave messages. Your prescription is ready to pick up and that works great for us. And, and I don't need them calling me. Why do you have a landline? Um, Cause it's <laughs> basically free. So no, we bought weird. a device. It's a, it's a VoIP um, device that just connects to our uh, internet. So, but it, we were able to retain our phone number. And no. so basically it doesn't cost us anything. So, um, and we have to, uh, now pay taxes on it. So that's, mm-hmm. that's the, uh, that's the only cost. Uma. There you go. O-O-M-A.com. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 We bought one. 1990 something, right? Uh, uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably late nineties. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on track here. Uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, it's really unusual for Steve to get us off track. But anyhow, uh, we're talking about connection cards. So the whole idea of sharing these stats, guys, is that uh, uh, you really need to have a good connection card. You know, people are still coming to church, although not as many <laughs> as they were years ago. So you want to really be good at, at honestly capturing information. And, and I hate to use the word capture because that kind of has a negative connotation to it. But you want to, if you're going to get people's information, you, you really need to have a really a nice looking connection card. And there should be some things on the connection card. And based on these stats that we just looked at here, uh, I would recommend that you probably have maybe four, four fields on that connection card. So four operate four places on the connection card four four places to put information and not overwhelm them. I've been to churches and you guys have too, I'm sure where, you know, you get some kind of an info card, connection card, communication card, whatever you want to call it. And it's just got this, it's long and it's got all these things they want you to fill out. And, and so based on this information that we've gotten from Barna here, most people are like, ah, I'm not going to do all this. It's too much work. And so that's what we want to talk about today is, is what you should have on this connection card, how it should look and, 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 you know, what you should have. I, I think you should have a place for visitor's name, email and phone number, and, and, and probably uh, an area on the card. I don't know what you want to call it, like a freestyle form field where somebody can write in a comment, uh, you know, a prayer request, something like that would be good. So, uh, so let's roll the tape back here a little bit. Go ahead. I was just, I mean, Mike's point about this is um, a delicate uh, uh, interaction that you want to have the initial interaction that you want to have for, with your first time guests. So you got to balance things 
appropriately, just like you said. Because if you don't, if you get no information, if you go through and put a form together that's got you know twelve fields on it, they're going to look at it and go, "No, nope, uh, we'll do this later," or you know, "Not do this at all." And then they've left, and you have, as a church, have no way to reach out to them again. So um, you want to start this relationship uh, through this connection card, and it's got to be balanced well, like you said. Can't have too much information, too much require too much information. It's got to be easy. It kind of the parallel that we have, and we went through this in the um, you know in the website marketing world. If you want to create, uh, uh, reach out to people and have them try some things, you got to make it really, really easy. So, and if it's too hard to do, then they just give up and and go away and don't do it. Yep. The more fields you add, the fewer people will respond. Yes, without a doubt. I think in how you address it too has a huge piece of it. Um, and you were hitting on that bill in the context of a prayer request or a comment. Um, I think the best approach in getting people to fill out your card is mm. to say, you came here for a reason and you're looking for something. Help me help you. And let me know what that is so we can, we can, we can move that process along for you. Uh, so give me a comment. Give me a prayer request. Mm-hmm. I want to serve you in this way. Uh, th- it's a huge game changing shift from give me your information, please. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so l- let me just talk uh, briefly here about, you know, how the car should look. And, and I don't know if I have this in the notes or not. There's some other things I wanted to talk about that aren't in these notes, but one of them would be, uh, I think the card needs to look attractive. And, and so I would put some energy and some money into it where, you know, the front of it looks nice. I mean, maybe a picture and I, I would stay away from stock photos. I would get, you know, if you could get some nice looking pictures of maybe some people actually from your church who, who are happy, <laughs> uh, you know, friendly people, maybe people getting together and, and a, a picture of that with your church's logo on it somewhere in the front, uh, probably on the back too, it, it may be smaller. And then also your website uh, on the front and back, but have it on the front part, you know, have it really look nice. And if you don't want to put a picture, uh, you could certainly, if you, you know, hopefully your church has a logo or something that's attractive. <laughs> I mean, everybody probably thinks it is, but you know, something that looks decent, you could put that <laughs> on the front. Well, I, you know, we just did a, a webinar and we talked about ugly websites in the webinar and, and <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but you know, some, uh, some stuff is not real creative. It's just not very creative. So, you know, maybe have if logo on the front website, uh, you know, you could do that on the front. Uh, I mean, you got to be careful. You don't get too much information on there. You could maybe put service times, maybe, I don't know, but you just don't want to overwhelm people. And then on the back side is where we would, as we were talking about the fields for four fields and maybe a common area. And I still think you need to put the website on the back side. And there's another thing I have also that I put in here uh, that we can get to in a moment. But I mean, I think the card should be like uh, what's the the paper? Is it stock? Is that what you call it? It, it should be more of a stock size, a stock uh, dimension, not not dimension, but you know the thickness. What, what am I talking about here, guys? The thickness of the card shouldn't be just a piece of paper. It's the yeah, weight. The, the weight. 
Yeah, the weight of the paper. The weight, yeah. I mean, maybe not cardboard, but but something that's a heavier <laughs> weight. You know, I, I, you know, this is where we you know, have, I, you know. You're talking a lot about paper. I, yes, I I, uh, I know we're going to talk about this, but I think if your primary uh, uh, connection card is not digital, you've already missed the mark. Right. And that's uh, what it's I was great thinking. to have a paper one for people who like to write, yeah. but people would rather put that information in on their phone. Yeah. And so that was going to be a, a point that I was going to call a bonus point. And that bonus. Was, oh, yeah, I hit bonus. the bonus. Bonus, bonus, like, bonus, uh, bonus. But I, you know, sticking to the card here for just a moment, the actual physical card, you know, it, it needs to look yeah. nice and it should probably be something I think like a postcard size, you know, not real big, not real long. Uh, but more like a postcard size. And so, uh, but you're absolutely right, Michael. I mean, digital is the way to go. And that's why I have as the bonus point here, bonus, bonus, bonus would be a a QR code. You could have a QR code on that Mm -hmm. card and then people could, could use their mobile device and, and, you know, scan it. Now it's interesting. Steve and I were talking about this a while back about how, you know, years ago, QR codes was like, eh, you know, eh, whatever. And I think they were designed, if I remember right, back in the 90s by somebody in Japan, I think. And uh, we, I think a few years ago, we thought, ah, QR codes, it's not a big deal. now. But when the pandemic hit, guess what? All the restaurants started, to, not all of them, but a large group of restaurants started using the QR codes for their menus. Yeah, I think a big part of it was um, incorporating QR code readers into cell phone cameras. Yes. So once the once you could just point the camera at it, because before you had to have an app. Yeah, and I had one. Yeah. I remember. I yeah, and I did too. And you'd have the app, and you'd, you'd launch the app, and but not everybody had the app, and so it was kind of a, a nerd thing, you know, to to do the <laughs> QR codes thing. Not everybody, but but now it's just point your camera, and everybody goes, "Well, I know what the camera is. I got my camera on my phone." And so it's become a lot more, a lot easier to, uh, to accomplish than it was before because you needed special stuff to be able to read them. So putting a QR code is really pretty easy to do. I think there's places you can go online and actually get a QR code. This part, I didn't really do a lot of research on, but you, you could get a QR code online somewhere that you'd probably get it for free, right? I I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. you can. And, uh, and, uh, my church, uh, uh, Stephen, my church has ha- had uh, their QRs printed on uh, stickers that stick on the back of the row in front of you. And one is for connection card and one is for giving. And so you can just zap it and go right to that process uh, at your convenience. Um, yeah. And I think you have to do both. And I think Bill's absolutely right that it needs to be some really nice connection card, but it's not something they're probably taking home. They're giving it back to you. So uh, don't break the bank, but make it nice. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that's true. Um, Here's a tip. And simple. Nice and simple. Yeah. Here's a tip as well. Uh, At my church, I don't remember when I was on staff with you guys, uh, if you guys did this or not, but at, at the church I went to later, 
they didn't have any of this stuff. So I introduced the connection card. I, I, I think we called it communication card or connection card or something. But one of the things we decided to do was to make it easier and make everybody comfortable, even new people comfortable in filling it out. We would actually make announcements and, and, uh, and then we would say, look, at the, at the end of today's talk, We'd love to get your key takeaway. I mean, what, what did you get from this? Just a, a brief little key takeaway. Or if you have a prayer request or if there's something we can help you with, uh, take your connection card out and, and just go ahead and put that on your connection card. So we, we actually asked everybody, not just new people, but everybody to take a moment to fill out their connection card. And that makes things a little easier, I think, on new people because, you know, if you're, if you're just asking new people to fill out a card, and, you know, you, you feel sometimes a little self-conscious, right? Because you're the, you know, maybe, maybe you're the only one in the row that's filling a card out because you're the only new person in that row, or maybe only two or three new people in your whole church, you know, so it makes, it makes a little awkward. But if everybody's filling out a connection card, at least to some degree, I know that everybody's not going to do it, but there'll be more people doing it. It, mm-hmm. it makes it, I think, easier for the newer people or the new people to fill out the connection card. And, mm-hmm. and so, and then... Uh, as I don't say in these notes, you want to make it easy getting back to the actual physical card here. You want to make it easy for people to be able to deposit those cards somewhere. So uh, at our church, we had boxes where people could give online or not give online. That's a, that's a kiosk, but they, they had, we had boxes where people could drop in their offerings on the way out the door. So you could also, we, uh, we asked people to drop their connection card off in those same boxes uh, we didn't actually pass the plate, and, you know, do that kind of a thing. But if your church passes the plate, a lot of churches do that. You could ask people at the very end of the time to, you know, drop your connection card in. And so again, it makes people a little more new people, more relaxed because when the, when the, 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 the offering plate comes by, <laughs> you don't feel quite as guilty for not putting anything in it. Yeah, <laughs> so you've you got can something least, to put in, you can yeah. drop the connection card in. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, those are just little ways to, to, you know, so uh, we're about done here, but, but, you know, recapping everything here. Uh, I think if you're going to use the physical cards, which I think a lot of churches are still doing, you know, make it so that people can get, get a hold of those cards. Uh, greeters can give them out. They could be in bulletins. If you're still using, you know, bulletins, hard copy bulletins, just make them available in different parts of the church where, you know, people can grab a connection card and then at the end of the time, you know, they're able to deposit those connection cards somewhere uh, and make it easy for them to, to get the card, make it easy for them to give it back. Yeah. I, I would go ahead, Steve. I, I was just going to point out what, what you mentioned earlier, that this is the beginning of a relationship right. and uh, they're going to be willing to give some a little bit of information based on the level of the relationship. Right. And so don't be, don't be too worried about trying to get too much information early. Yeah. You can just get very basic information early. And yeah. if these guys, if it's good, if the church is a good fit for them, then you'll be able to get the rest of that information down the road. Yeah, absolutely. It's the way it is with relationships, right? I mean, it just takes time, be patient. And, uh, you know, hopefully you can put on a, you know, people will uh, have a good impression and they'll come back. And, uh, but the connection card is very important, either digital or, yeah. or, or, yeah. or that, you know, that way you can reach out to people and, and, uh, 
uh, you know, a friendly little reminder or ask them how their experience was. And we've talked about this before, but, you know, people don't answer their phones like Steve. They, they get bonus, bogus phone numbers, uh, but they still will hear the message. And so if you if you call, you know, if somebody is going to give you their phone number or give you their email, they may not respond. But the fact that you took the time to send that email saying, hey, we hope you had a good experience here. Let us know yeah. if there's anything we can pray for you about or help you with or, or on the phone. If they give you the phone number and you leave a message that signifies to people that, eh, you know, they may not pick up. They may not answer the email, but they see it or they hear it and it, it, it communicates something. It communicates to people. Uh, hey, this church at least took the time out <laughs> to uh, to mm. s- to say thanks for coming and ask for my you know ask for my opinion on something you know so that's well, Bill that's since I blew oh I'm sorry Bill since I blew blew your bonus can I can I add one sure please do please do it here's a bonus bonus All right, so here's a bonus bonus uh, uh, consider giving something away uh, so if you live so we live in a hot hot desert climate. We give away water bottles. Right. People love water bottles in Arizona. <laughs> so we, we from the get-go, the announcer says, hey, so glad you're here. Uh, we'd like to exchange information to help you on your journey of whatever you came here for. When you leave today, hold your connection card and take it and exchange it for this great water bottle we have for you. Again. I'm so glad that you're here and we want to help you in your journey. So something along those lines in a giveaway can entice people to maybe go past their comfort zone of the data, you know, that Barna gathered. Maybe you could push that envelope. I know you can push that envelope higher because we did it. Uh, And uh, you can get more connection cards uh, with honey or a giveaway than uh, just uh, asking for information. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a good point. There's uh, maybe we can do a podcast on this. Uh, somebody had a great idea. I forget where I read it. And uh, somebody had the idea of instead of giving up, giving something away to first timers, uh, ask them for uh, maybe a charity that they like. And, and you will give $5. Your church will give $5 towards their favorite charity. Yeah. Uh, and yep. so something which I thought was a really good. It's another great idea. Yeah. Out great, of the box thinking, idea. so to speak. That's that's a term that's overused out of the box. But, you know, a different idea as far as not instead of giving them some kind of a physical thing like a water bottle, which, again, I think is a good idea, but something a little different, you know, donating to their their favorite charity, you know, or something like that. But that's that's another thing we could talk about another time. All right, guys. Well, all right. So we are done here. I want to remind you this podcast, the Church Solutions Podcast, is brought to you by MyChurchDaily.com. MyChurchDaily.com enables you, uh, leaders of your church, to be able to put on a flash briefing on uh, Alexa devices, Amazon Echo devices. Uh, they have all sorts of great uh, Uh, features on those devices. Uh, Millions of people now have them in their homes here in the United States and across the world. And you can get a flash briefing. You can get a daily flash briefing. Steve uses his all the time. And you can uh, have your church uh, be a part of a flash briefing. Uh, We've made it very easy. Yes, mychurchdaily.com is is us. And it's uh, just check out the website. It's a 14-day free trial. And you could have uh, your church's flash briefing on Alexa devices. 
and you can connect with your people. Easter is coming up. What a good way to do that, to be able to connect with people, keep people in touch. And uh, we've written some articles. If you go to a blog.streamingchurch.tv, you'll see a couple articles on there about My Church Daily and how you can use it and some examples for that. So take advantage of that opportunity. It's, it's kind of become my, it's part of my ritual for me now. I wouldn't call it my snooze button, but it's kind of a, before I even get out of bed, I, I ask her, you know, I flash briefing. So I get, you know, the word from the church, I get the weather for the day, I get some news, and then I get out of bed. <laughs> there you go. Wow. You do it all in bed. Wow. I didn't know that. That's yeah, I, know. yeah, I know just... that about you. Huh. Wow. <laughs> uh, I should try to hijack your flash briefing. And so when you ask next time, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pop in and say something. You know, get up. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, Michael Gray, thank you very much. Hope you enjoy your time in Mexico. Pleasure. Yep. Thank yep. you. Try not to get too much sun. And well. uh, Steve Lacey, as, as, as always, thank you for your input. Uh, good to be here. And thank you, folks, for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast or watching it. You can subscribe. Just uh, go to wherever you get your podcast and look for Church Solutions Podcast. And you can subscribe to us and never miss a podcast because why would you? Why would you want to miss us? All right. I'm Phil Thompson. Have a great day. We'll catch you next time.